Welcome to the Episcopal Church of the Holy Communion. We're so glad you have joined us for this audio sermon. You can find a full archive of sermons on our website, holycommunion.net. This sermon was preached by me, the Reverend Mike Angel, Rector of Holy Communion, on the 11th day of October 2020, the 19th Sunday after Pentecost. In the name of the one living and true God, amen. Jesus taught with parables. Jesus told stories which are thick with meaning and are meant to point us beyond the world as it is. And Jesus' stories are meant to point us to the world as it could be. Jesus' stories are meant to help us get there. And today we hear a particularly difficult parable and I'm gonna try and preach a particularly simple sermon in response. You see, at the heart of this parable of the wedding banquet, I believe, Jesus is trying to ask us, how do we show up for one another? How do we show up? I'll grant you, you have to dig a little bit into the story to come up with this question, especially reading it today. This parable is difficult in part because of the history of Christian interpretation. This parable has been recruited by anti-Semitic rhetoric. And as Christians, we have to work to dismantle this history, this history of interpretation. We have to repent. The Reverend Mark Smith taught a really nice Bible 101 course on parables this week. It's up on our website. And today, after this service, you can join us for coffee hour, and Mark will talk with you about parables. There's a lot to this parable that we can't understand in 2020. We don't know in our bones the social codes and cues around hospitality in Jesus' day in Palestine and Israel. The context in which you read Jesus' stories matters. And our current context, in part, led me to my question. I've dodged preaching on this parable in the past. I've been distracted by the golden calf. I've been distracted by the anti-Semitism that's been in the interpretation. But as I was preparing to preach today, seven months since we've been able to stand together around this table, this story of the banquet, it, it sort of zoomed into focus. I found myself wondering about the king's desire in the story, that people would show up for the feast. People would show up for the feast. How do we show up for one another? I think that question is there at the heart of this story. How do we show up for one another? In John's gospel, Jesus asks his followers, love one another as I have loved you. Seems simple, but a taller order was probably never uttered. Love one another as I have loved you. You can't love someone unless you pay attention. You can't love someone you don't show up for. Right now, this is hard. We need to take extra time and care. One of the ways we need to show up is with our vulnerability. It isn't easy to read tone of voice on the phone over video conference, over text. Right now, if you need a prayer, 
if you need a word of encouragement, if you need someone just to hear you and bear with you what you're facing, I encourage you to call. Call a clergy member, call a friend, call a colleague or your supervisor. Name what you're facing. Name what you need. Show up with your vulnerability and invite folks to show up for you. How do you show up in this time? And showing up right now is hard. It takes more patience. It takes more care. And showing up takes courage. It always takes courage, but especially now. Still, in these times, in these seven months, honestly, I've been amazed by the way in which this congregation has been paying attention, the way you've been showing up. You've showed up for one another. I've heard you talk about the meals delivered to someone who was sick. I've heard you talk about glasses of wine on front porches and beer on back porches. A few of our members make art. I have both a watercolor and a cross stitch in my office now made for me by members during these months. I know the artists have been showing up in this way for others as well. I know folks who have been taking walks together, signing into yet another Zoom just to see one another. This showing up matters. I'm honestly amazed by how many of you continue to worship with us, and I'm always surprised and grateful to see so many people show up in the comments on Facebook, the ways in which you engage one another, the ways in which you ask for prayer. Showing up matters. It's what God asks of us. God's desire is what is at the heart of this parable, this story of Jesus. The kingdom of God is like this. People show up for one another. People pay attention to one another. That kind of attention that's at the heart of loving one another. In the kingdom of God, showing up matters. You've also showed up through your generosity. Since the start of the pandemic, you've given almost $20,000 to our emergency fund, the rector's discretionary account. We've, we've used that money. We've used it to support food ministries in our diocese. We've used that money to help keep some of our members housed, to help them make rent, or to pay utility bills for folks who might have been cut off. We've used that money to support an immigrant family at risk of losing their apartment. I can't give you all the details of the emergency fund, and that's part of why your generosity there, it really makes such a difference. But your generosity goes beyond the emergency. Today, we are getting ready to bless pledges, bless pledges toward our 2021 operating budget. I've been thankful for how you've showed up so far. Some folks have showed up in their vulnerability, not all of us can give this year what we would like to give. And it takes guts to turn in a pledge card that doesn't name a number that we're particularly excited about. Finances for many are insecure. It's hard to turn in a pledge card like that. And still, I've been so grateful for folks who have said, I'm going to give a little next year. I'd like to give a lot, but here's what I know I can give. I've also been so thankful to see the generosity of others who are stepping up to make up the difference, 
who've increased as they've been able to help cover for those who can't give as much. You are caring for one another, even in your generosity. You are showing up for one another. Now, we're a long way from all in on the pledges. If you haven't yet pledged, I encourage you to do so on our website, holycommunion.net backslash pledge. If you're not online and if you need more information, give our office a call. We will set you up. I'm speaking from what I've seen so far in these seven months. This congregation is showing up. Keep at it. Check in on that coworker. Check in on your neighbor who used to sit with you in the pew. Keep making calls, sending texts. Keep the conversation going in the Facebook comments as the service comes by. Those comments matter. Showing up, it matters. In this parable, Jesus tells us the kingdom of God is like this. People show up for one another. People show up for one another. And we do that, showing up because we know that God shows up. And St. John Chrysostom quotes Jesus in our final prayer this morning. And he says, whenever two or three are gathered, you will be in the midst of them. We believe in a God who shows up. We believe in a God who chose to be with us. God chose us. God chooses you. There can be a lot to distract us. Golden calves run rampant through this land. We can find ourselves worshiping wealth, worshiping the image of success, worshiping usefulness. But here's a promise. When you're able to lift your gaze off of your work, your image, your bank account, your struggles, when you are able to keep your eye out for how your spouse is doing, how your neighbor is doing, how the vulnerable in our city are faring, suddenly the math shifts. God shows up. I've known this shifting math in my own life. Honestly, fewer times than I am proud to admit, but when I have been able to show up for someone else, really show up for someone else, when my own interest isn't riding in the back seat, when I'm focused on the other person, the math changes. Suddenly one plus one doesn't equal two. There's something about selfless love. There's something about showing up wholly for someone else that is so close to God's heart that God can't help but appear. Our God is a God who shows up and changes the math. When I've been able to show up for someone, when I've been able to pay that kind of attention, when I've been able to approximate the love that Jesus shared with me, suddenly I find I'm not in the work alone. God is there. In truth, God is always there. And sometimes it takes another person showing up to make God feel real. Christians believe in a God who chose scandalously to show up. God chose to set up a tent with us. God chose to invite us into the feast of God's love. God invites us to share that table with all the wrong people, with all the people who won't help you climb the social ladders. God wants to draw you into a party you can't even fully imagine. 
And God wants you to invite others. God wants you to show up for your neighbors. This parable can seem daunting and complex, but at its heart is God's simple, persistent desire that we show up for one another. Keep the feast. We say we are a people who seek to follow Jesus. Friends, in these months, you have showed me Christ's love. More importantly, you've made sure God's love was real for your neighbors. As these months continue, keep showing up. Amen.